I'm Terry Goodlad. This is the Goodlad Unscripted Podcast. Welcome. Uh, welcome back if you're a long-time listener, even a short-time listener. If you ever heard of us before, <laughs> if you've ever sat and, and endured one of our podcasts, welcome back. Uh, Anna's with me today. It has been... Hi, Terry. It's been a long time, <laughs> right? We haven't done time. a podcast for a couple of weeks. We've been kind of busy. Well, there's <clears throat> been a lot going on. This, this last week, um, and this is really unimportant, but <clears throat> I've migrated... All of our websites, Goodlad Unscripted, AnnaTigray.com, and ModelBody.com. Uh, it, it sounds like a simple process, but it just isn't. Well, it, it would be. <laughs> and for any techie nerds out there, you'll understand. But uh, I've, I've, we moved to a, a, a better solution, and we were at a hosting place. And it's just the way they had set up the back end, it was a nightmare to move it. There were so many things that were wrong, which is why we were having so many problems. We were just having a lot of downtime. People would go, we do a podcast, tell everybody on social media, go listen to the podcast, and then you couldn't access the website. Right. And uh, and so it was just like, okay, enough is enough. We were paying a great deal a month for that. And yep. you, know, you can't even do that simple. You have hopefully, one job. Hopefully now they can listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be a lot faster when you load onto the site now. It should be much quicker and stuff like that. So anyway, that's why uh, during that time, we couldn't upload anything new. Mm-hmm. So I haven't put anything on the site for over a week. A couple of weeks, I think, since uh, since A couple Cole? of weeks since we did a po- podcast. Since yeah. Cole came. Yeah, Cole. We did the, the Cole's cameo <laughs> on the last <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's right. Two Our weeks ago. Cole. Yes, we took... Uh, Cole's been with us now, what, three weeks? No, exactly. Two, uh, two weeks yesterday. Two weeks yesterday. So two weeks today was our last podcast. He's our little year and a half old boy. Yes. <laughs> that is uh, now living with us. And the goal is that in six, six months. Six months, yeah. Because uh, there's that always that six months six waiting Six months period. from two weeks ago. Yeah, six months, five months and two weeks. Uh, we should be able to apply able for to his adoption. Apply for his adoption, yeah. He is adorable and he is... He's uh, adapted so quickly. You know... Um, some people will be able to relate to this. Others might think it's a little weird, but he is a, a vision that God gave to me a while back mm-hmm. um, that a little boy was coming that was going to be younger than all the other kids. And I was like, how in the world? Um, and then it, it was a series of truly miracles. And we talked about it in the well, last well, podcast. Well, we thought, too, it was going to be a baby. And right, we thought it was going to be a yeah, brand new baby. Yeah, that's what we assumed. And so we decided way back when. Because we assumed for God, you right? know. <laughs> we just tell him how it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's like we're ordering up a burger, right? Yeah. <laughs> Put pickles on that. Uh, but at that time, the name that I wanted to name this little boy was Cole. Right. And this boy, we got a call about a boy. We didn't know his name. Yeah. You know, and given the circumstances and like that, which we really, at this point, we can't divulge. At some point, we can tell that story. But um, we said, yes. Then we found out afterwards his name was Cole. His name was Cole. And also, God gave me his personality, and his personality is 100%. Like, I it, it, I just sometimes, I, I look at it, I'm like, this can't even be, but yet I know it is, right? Yeah. And he's the most easygoing. Even. Even, sweet, smart, kind, 
just I, I can't and even he doesn't describe take it. over the room like he doesn't command like he doesn't demand the room but he's so funny yes <laughs> and, and he's very strong personality yes, he yet he is not intimidated by the bigger kids like no. he's he very much knows who he is and um, it took a few days for him to come out of his shell. It was it's expected. Mm -hmm. um, and he's really coming out more and more each day. And he's just all smiles. And, and the kids love him. Kids love Katie's him. Katie's got her firstborn child would be yes. Cole. <laughs> she's, she's definitely. She's almost five and she's, she's mothering her first. <laughs> definitely. You know, and Emma, she struggles between absolutely in love with him and wanting to be a baby again, which is expected. And Quamaine, he's just uh, not sure about sharing the the attention yet well he we told him he's getting in fairness we told him he's getting a brother right and so he's assuming his brother is going to be his age does what he does that's of course that's be able logic to talk to and yeah. play and, and this kid's useless right. you know he can't do anything still wearing a diaper you doesn't know. talk back when yeah, he talks he won't him. play cars with me you yeah. know it's just like what what what's the point of this exactly <laughs> you guys i send you out mom and dad you had one job right <laughs> like the hosting company um, yeah. The other thing that happened in the last couple of weeks, and, and we haven't really made a big public announcement because we want to do it with a video. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is in the process. Mm -hmm. I, I had this job. This one job? <laughs> <laughs> this one job. Well, for the last two months, I, I took a job just because, uh, you know, we own businesses, but uh, those businesses are uh, not making us any money. No, right now. <laughs> they came to a grinding halt. Bless body. We're starting to come back now in dribs and drabs. And, and, and basically just to cover all of our bills that we acquired. And you we're know? not even close to covering that. No. And, and so what I did is I took a job um, as a security guard and, and it was a, it was a humbling experience for me, <laughs> you know, and I, I never thought I'd be a security guard at this point in my life. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, there's money was just pouring out and we had to get something coming back in the other way. Or, right. You know, we, we don't know when this is going to end. It's humbling because you go and you work 12 hours, uh, a shift, graveyard shift. Mm -hmm. 6 uh, p.m. to 6 a.m. Yep. And, uh, you know, four days a week and then you, you know, your body is all upside down. You're trying to sleep during the day and you have four little kids and, you know, all this stuff. And at the end of the month, it doesn't even cover our rent. No, we're still and, 200 bucks short for rent after right. I get, yeah, or do that right. for a month. And so, so that's the humbly, yeah. hum, humbling, humbling, part. humbling part, humbling part. The thing part. It is, is I got a lot of things from that. I think, I think I take for granted well, God has blessed us with it in our business and, and also in my ability to start businesses. Right. Um, over that two-week period, I got an idea, mm -hmm. started the business, and we will launch, we'll sell, we'll make our first sale within the next 10 days. Yes. We're, um, we're starting something called the Black Bean Coffee Company. And, uh, and what it is is something I sort What of it is is Terry really wants to be married forever and so Anna loves coffee. he knows he knows the way to my heart yeah yeah <laughs> no have you ever met anybody that loves coffee like i do yeah <laughs> you know the coffee is gonna be good exactly right <laughs> so i uh no i gotta say something yeah when i met you um I well, go, coffee. going on 13 years ago mm -hmm. i went on that that place you lived, um, the the bachelor pad on swinging bachelor pad on sale point, and I'm like, 
Hey, you know, do you have some coffee? Let, let's just put this in context. The ba- the swinging bachelor pad on sale point was actually a 55 and over community. How did you even qualify? You I were don't 49. Know. I don't know. They let me in. I was I was the, the hot guy in the complex. On pool day, you'd see all the curtains move, right? Whenever I went to the pool. I remember one time I went and I spent the night and I'm leaving. Um, I'm leaving in the morning to go to go to my house and work. And one of the neighbors was like cleaning the front yard and she's like, oh, what did she say? Did you just came back from work or yeah, something? She, she thought, thought you were I was a stripper. A stripper. Yeah. And you had to explain to her because she's just a nosy old girl. But you know that she would have had the goods. You know, for the next week, she'd be spreading like everybody in that Terry, neighborhood. They watched us like, oh. But they loved me. They, they did. did. Yeah, well, they loved me. So anyway, you were living there and I came in and I'm like, oh, honey, you know, can you make me some coffee? We had just started dating. And you were like, coffee? Oh, I don't really drink it, but I do have some. And he pulls out this uh, can of instant it was at mjb the green oh I, I bought the, my gosh and I, i'm like i always had coffee for guests and what i did obviously is I bought you the didn't kind. want them to stay long because <laughs> <laughs> that thing that was the worst tasting coffee but when you when you burn up all the coffee you got the can to put stuff in from the garage when you burn it up you put in when that you, can because you, that's what it tastes like <laughs> And I'm like, and you go, hey, this is better than camping coffee. I didn't know cowboy what that. Was. I didn't know what that was because well, I never went coffee camp- is where camping. you just put it in a perk and you just boil the grinds and everything, and then you take it off and you just let the grind settle and you just drink it. So like basically, that. anything is better than cowboy coffee. Yeah, I mean it's pretty swanky <laughs> and stuff. And then he goes, "Well, I buy this one because I can use the can for my <laughs> for my uh, tools and my nails." Well, use and it for I'm nails like, and bolts and stuff. So the then we go in the garage and. He he told me he had to go to Home Depot because he didn't have enough stuff to put in all the cans. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's talk. Okay, so this Coffee is gonna be story day, is it? This is story day. <laughs> I get a turn after you. No, this is what's funny. You're starting a coffee company, and that's what. A, that that's, is ironic. That is ironic. That's what and that, now that's that's what you've done to me. How many hours have you studied? About coffee, roasting coffee, grinding coffee, storing coffee. Origins of coffee. Right. How to process it. You are the coffee encyclopedia. And that's what I'm saying. You want to be married forever. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, I don't drink a ton of coffee. Like I'll I'll have a coffee when I want to have a coffee, but I'm not like, uh, I drink more tea than I do coffee. And I do. And I drink my coffee black with nothing in it. But what I've learned about coffee is like, I never really... I always drank black coffee. Right. And it just black, and coffee is just bitter and it's just, you know, it's like, okay, it's, it's not like, oh, you know, and I, I don't like doing things that make me ad- addicted. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to have to get, I don't want to be one of those people that gets like up and if I don't have my coffee, I got a headache and foggy and you're grumpy. And I don't want to be one of those guys. Like me. <clears throat> and so... And so I drink coffee when I want a coffee, but if I do now, now that I understand what good coffee tastes like, and so uh, I found a roaster that will that makes our coffee the way we want it to be, right? And it is freaking incredible. It, it was absolutely such work to have to try 
all this yeah 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 i made Anna test out all these different coffees like honey you know would you do me a favor i'm like oh yeah. this is gonna be hard it's like taking a class like a massage class and yeah. bringing five of your friends home and saying honey could you tell me which one is the best massage there exactly. okay i guess so because i love you so much <laughs> i'll do that for you oh no, my god uh, so anyway yeah so what i did in this time when i was there is i thought okay i'm coming out on the end of this thing it's going to be better so we came up with a whole new solution for blessed bodywear because quite frankly we were on the verge of losing it mm -hmm. right um and so it's just like okay i got to come up with a different plan so we came up with a plan for that and i wanted to start a business that uh, I, i've always been one that i believe in diversifying your income streams right. even if you have a job Right. You know, with the 401k and all that kind of stuff, you still should have something else on the side because yep. if you lose your job, and this is a prime example, yep. uh, if this you lose your job, what example. do you do? Yep. You know, there are people going without food. There are people committing suicide because they can't feed themselves. Yep. There's two people we know of know. that committed suicide in, in, in actually in the last couple of weeks. Yep. And, uh, and so this is serious stuff, you know, and, and, uh, and for a lot of, for them, there's no end in sight. You know, one of the girls that works where I work as a security guard, she's got two grown kids, she's pregnant and she's out there working 12 hour shifts because she's a heavy equipment operator. There's no construction work right now, yep. you know? And so I wanted something that was going to be recession proof, yep. pandemic proof, and everybody drinks coffee. Yep. And so, uh, and so that's basically the direction I went. And, and so it's a, it's a I thing that I love and it's a lot of fun. it was romantic. Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think having a roof over your head is romantic. <laughs> right now, I think everyone will back me up on that okay, one. Okay. Being right. the guy that provides a roof right. and food. Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> He's 61. He's got a gray beard. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new Maserati or, or exactly. Porsche keys, you know, is a, yeah, a house with groceries. Because if you have one, and you can't toilet drive paper. it. <laughs> he has toilet paper. No. Yes. <laughs> At least 20 rolls. Yeah. But actually, it's, it's been something I wanted to do because uh, I, I just find it fascinating. You know, when you, when you look at, uh, I'm a storyteller. That's what I love doing with my photographs and the articles I write. And I look at, you know, where coffee is all grown. It's all in high altitude places that are in the tropics. And those are typically third world countries or very depressed countries. And so there are some fascinating stories yes. surrounding the coffee. Yeah. And then along with that, the, the, the history that goes along with it. Right. You know, like our first, our first uh, varietal is going to be, it's a whole bean, single source, uh, and it's uh, Costa Rican coffee. And it's It is incredible. so good. It's so good. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's, it's the only coffee I've ever had where I really wanted to have a second cup because it tasted good. Has no burn taste, has yeah. no aftertaste. It's just so it's good. Just, just so Nice even. flavors. And, uh. Yeah. And so anyway, that's what we're starting with. And then we'll be adding them on a regular basis. We'll be adding more. So there's lots of variety, right? Yeah. But, uh, but finding out the stories, the stories behind these things, you know, yeah. it's just so amazing, you know, yeah. and then you see, and then <clears throat> you meet the, the guy that's doing the roasting and this guy's, that's his life, right. his coffee. And he's, I won't, don't want to call him a mad scientist. He's an artist, right? you know, just knowing exactly temperatures and to humidity wanted, and all these yeah. different things. And, yeah. and he's such like, these guys just love coffee. 
And so there's no ego there. There's no, yes, you can. And so the whole experience is just a wonderful thing. I, in my mind, I'm creating art yeah. more art. Yeah. And, uh, and of course that's an important thing to me. So I'm really, really excited about k- kicking this thing off. We'll have, we have beans this week. I'll be shipping and there it's, we're just going to do a pre-launch. Yeah. I'm not doing the main launch yet. I'm just doing a pre-launch cause I want to put it out to a bunch of people and, uh, I'm going to sell it at a slight discount, but to a group of our VIPs right? and just, okay, try this and give me your feedback. And what do you want to see next? Mm-hmm. And then once we have that and I have a good idea of where that's going to go, then I'll order, you know, so exciting. Yeah. Then we'll do a hard launch in probably June. Wow. So it's exciting, but, uh, I wanted to come out the other side with another ability to provide for my family because, right. you know, photography, all of those bookings, closed yeah, down, blessed, yep. you know, that, all that closed down. And we never would have thought of that. Right. Uh, the only other real marketable skill I have, I had two marketing consulting jobs. Yep. And because their businesses slowed down, you know, that screeched to a halt. <laughs> yep. So that's three things that I had as income streams that yep. all of them stopped at the same time. All at the same time. Yep. And this is one that won't. So, yep. so it's important to have. And meanwhile. And so in the middle of all that, <laughs> and we've been waiting this for our, our two daughters, Cadence and Emma, uh, on the 12th of yeah. May yeah. at 8.30 in the morning, uh, we adopted them. We adopted them. So I they, can't even They are officially our legal children now. Cadence, Victoria, Tigre, Goodlad, and Emma, Grace, Tigre, Tigre Goodlad. Goodlad. And they're so excited about... It was so emotional to me because you know they're little katie's four coming five in june yes emma was three just just turned four just turned four but and i never thought in a million years that they would grasp what was going on right and they did oh my god they did yeah katie was emotional through the whole thing yeah yeah like it was was, she heard every word the judge said Mm -hmm. Uh, we did this by video Mm -hmm. and so we were at home we had some close close friends and, and, and we family. were able to invite yeah. people we didn't know we were going to have that feature until the last minute five minutes and yeah, then so we're, we're frantically trying to send everybody which is horrible because there's a lot of people i think would have liked to have been there uh but we're creating a video we've got a video and we're going to create that and put that out so everybody can see that but um i think i think the the thing that impacted me the most was just that they actually got what was going on yeah you know um I just didn't think that they would be able to process Truly a court understand. system, process yeah. what a judge was, right? You know, process what adoption means. You know, right. because it's nothing we they had a camera in the courtroom and it was empty, obviously. Yeah. And then the judge was at her house, I assume. Yeah. Um, and so Katie was like, "So who is the judge, and what is that?" You know, she she's very smart. Yeah. And uh, it, and they were just. She was quiet through the whole thing, and Emma was answering every question with yeah. us. <laughs> and she, no. okay, remember what she said? Because we were there, and all the attorneys have to be present. Yeah. So there's the caseworker, the, the caseworker, the caseworker. I think supervisor, yep. the attorneys yep. on each side, and like that. And so there's all these people there, and so you have to put it on the court record, right? Who everybody is, right? right. And so Emma's just letting them know there. And this is my mom. Yeah, I'm Emma. <laughs> And this is my mom. <laughs> it was so cute. And uh, and then somebody was watching, and the judge is like, "Well, 
I don't know if that because they're trying to find who is who is like I see somebody's feet. <laughs> I'm like okay, we had everybody from Brazil was on yeah, there, and of everybody. course they're all talking, and you know, the judge had to tell them, okay, mute your yeah, mute your. It your, was just awesome your microphone. But afterwards, um, you know, Cadence really wanted to know what was her new name that the ju judge gave yeah. her, and yeah. she wanted to know that and. Uh, and Emma, because Emma is a little bit delayed in her speech um, from her life experiences, and she has really come out of her shell uh, in the past year, but you, she's still, she's four, but I would say her speech is at a three-year-old level the most, you know? Yeah. Although the thought process is there, she can't the, really the express brain's it. brain's doing all the right things. It's yeah. just the, the actual physically forming words is a real challenge for her. Right. And she started to like, give me all these big hugs all the time. And mommy, I love you. Mommy, I love you. And she is very loving like that. And then all of a sudden she said, mommy, I love you because I'll never go away again. Mm -hmm. And I started to choke up Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you'll never go away again. And, you know, through the whole thing of them coming here and then having to leave for four months and then coming back. Emma is one, Katie does all the kicking and screaming and Emma is just quiet and she goes into her shell, which was the reason why she didn't speak for so long. You would, you wouldn't know she got that impacted by the mm -hmm. move. You, somebody that's from the outside, they're like, oh, she probably already forgot about it. You know, mm -hmm. it, it didn't, but no, that's all inside of them. Mm -hmm. So when starts coming out and they start talking about it, you're like, this is good. She's processing it and she's understanding and that anxiety starts to go away, you know? So that was, that was very emotional for all of yeah. us. Yeah. That was a big, and a and friend Katie, of ours was able to get it on video too. So yes. you, I watch it again and I'm like, uh, I want to oh. take my time and get that video, right? I couldn't do it while I was working because I, in the, when I get home, it's spend time with the kids and sleep and go right, right back to work. And, right. and at work it's, you know, you can't do, you can't edit a video there. No. While <laughs> and I'm working. Watch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was just one of those things we're going to have to wait until, until I, pretty uh, soon. Yeah. And now that blessed is back production starts this week again and you know, coffee going on and like that. I just couldn't continue on in the job anymore. Yeah. Uh, it was a huge blessing. It was such an eye opener, just realizing going back to that point where it's been decades since I had a nine to five job. Right. You know, <clears throat> and, and going back to that, you know, where, oh, I got to go to work, you know, oh, oh, and kids crying. Quamaine would lose his mind. He'd be so hysterical he that was, I was going to work. Yes. And, and I just, there's nothing that. I can do because I got to go. We got to eat, you know, and right. he just doesn't understand that. And, right. And so going through all that, I'll tell you now, um, I really will never take for granted. Right. You know, the, the amount of stuff that I got done sitting there, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, here I'll, I'm better at managing my time now so that I can make sure my productivity is very, very high. Right. You got to understand too, with our kids, you know, because they're kids that have been through so much, any change in routine is extremely difficult. Is them. extremely difficult. It impacts them at, a, you know, 10 times more than it would. Because they think 
they get triggered and they think the bad things that happened before to them right. are happening again or going to happen again. It's like they the get really class, insecure. Yeah, yeah, the class that I took, what they described that as, you know, their bodies don't forget. So it it's not a clear memory maybe, but it's a it's their bodies don't forget the trauma. So something is off, they just lose their minds yeah. because they it's like you're falling. Anybody that has ever had anxiety and you don't know why, you just you're just full of anxiety as an adult. Yeah. Well, imagine a child that already doesn't have the capability of processing feelings and then now they're full of anxiety they don't know what that's coming from they just know mm -hmm. the world's coming apart and so what that happened when that happened um daddy was at work but mommy was also awake <laughs> because every night <laughs> yeah, he was up wants to sleep he was up all night you know the girls dealt with the better Mm -hmm. um, part of it is because they shared the room, which they have their whole entire lives. <clears throat> so in that sense, that doesn't change for them. But with him, he's, it, he's been with us since he was four months. And so he's, he's more attached. A, a daddy's boy. Yes, like he's yes. really a daddy's boy. Right. And then you came back and sleeping through the night again. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I, grateful. I, I like to put him to bed at night, you know, and that was always a routine. You did it as well for a long time yeah. but you know when i'm home like this I, you know since i've been not working yeah i put him to bed at night i pray over him yeah but he doesn't want me to leave he he what he does he lays on his side and he puts my hand on his belly right and then he hooks his elbow around and grabs it so i can't let go like i can't sneak away right and he'll lay there until he goes to sleep but yeah. he wants me to be there. He won't, you know, he just doesn't want to. He's got his flashlight and, but he doesn't want me going anywhere, you know? And so that's just his anxiety. And so it's just, uh, anyway, it, it's just better now. It's time. <laughs> it, it served its purpose. It's had its season. And it was a huge blessing and a huge gift for, you know, to have the job mm -hmm. and, uh, and such an honor. And uh, it was a real pleasure doing the job. You know, I was really thankful for it and really enjoyed the work. And uh, and then also I used that time when I could to write notes and brainstorm ideas of everything I was going to do. And I got a tremendous amount of stuff done in that in that time frame that we're able to execute on now. And so so I'm really excited about Black Bean. The Black Bean Coffee Company is going to be blackbean.coffee, but don't go there yet because the website's not ready. <laughs> um, we'll be talking about that more later. Uh, I want to talk about you and I had a realization we're near the end of this podcast and we'll probably talk more in another podcast about that. But I want to talk to you about the realization we came to after the adoption, but also to do with this whole, um, you know, when you're a foster parent, you never really know. They're not your kids. You're just looking after them. You never know something could happen and those kids have to go. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so there's always that unsureness and yet we still have to commit to their development and things like that. Right. Um, n now our situation is less fluid. Right. Our situation is probably going to remain give or take, you know, pretty much where it is. Right. Uh, Kumain is not, you know, we're not going to be able to adopt him. Yeah. Uh, but he is with us a lot and we're playing a very active role in raising him. Uh, Cole, um, if everything continues on as right. the trajectory it's on right now. Uh, we have a mandatory six month waiting period. And then once that waiting period is up, we can adopt him. We started talking now about our kids and raising our kids 
to be the people the people that we hope them to be. Now, what I mean by that is I'm not saying I want my son's going to be a doctor. Right. You know, I'm not saying that. he's going to play in the NFL. Right. You know, it's not that. It's like, who do you want your kids to be? Right. You know, and I read a really, really good audio book. Uh, and, and that was one of the questions that was asked in that book. That, that it was one of the key points the author made was, you know, it's not what are your kids going to be, but who are your kids going to be? Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're talking about, and, and I strongly urge you, if you like audiobooks, if you have a commute or something like that, that's 30 minutes a day you can read. I was reading on average four books a week. At, wow. at this audiobooks, right? Yeah. And and so it, and I increased my knowledge and understanding of things immensely. Right. Big big advocate of reading. Um, but one of the things I talked about: who are your kids going to be? Who do you want your kids to be? So do you want your kids to be known as honest? What's their reputation going to be? Right. Are they going to be hard workers? Are they right. going to be service oriented? Are they going to be value system? Yeah, yeah. What's their value system? And then you come back and right now when they're three and four and they're incredibly annoying and they have zero logic and they've got no, you know, they're absolutely unreasonable and they just, and we got four of them and it's, and two dogs and it's just every direction in this constant. This morning we tried to go to the park while we get there and it's cold. And so it was too cold for the park. So we figured, well, we'll take them out for a hike, you know, red rocks while we go there. And of course that's all closed down now because, We had no idea they yeah. would close the if park. If only you could hike in Walmart, we'd be okay. But you can't go out into the... <laughs> yeah. You can't oh, go Oh, God yeah. forbid you go out in the yeah. open. The best know? meme I saw all week <laughs> was there's a cop standing on a beach point talking to a girl that's on a towel at the beach. There's nobody else on the beach but her. And he's saying, sorry, you can't stay here. You know, you have to go over to Walmart. Right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so everything's locked up tighter than a fart here. You can't do anything, right? So we, we ended up finding a park we could go to. Um, but the kids were so stressed you know, oh, because, because they don't understand plans. COVID. They don't understand politics. <laughs> and then they don't understand yeah. that it's too windy and cold yeah. for to go in yeah. the sprinklers. Because can't you change it? And, right. and, and so you got, and so it's so hard to, at that point to think, you know, there's no logic there. Right. They're just purely emotional, but how we respond to that creates neural pathways in their brain. Mm-hmm. Katie, whenever she's got anxiety, it's just question after question after question after question. And it's just she doesn't even un- take a breath. Believable. And it's about everything and observations. Oh, look, there's a red truck. You know, oh, why is that truck red? Why is the wheel going around? Why, why are you is the, turning this way? Why are you turning this way? Look, why are those cars parked there? You know, <laughs> it, it's just constant. And so the temptation is, okay, you know, just stop it. Okay. Now, in 10 years from now, when she's 14, and Katie's a beautiful little girl, very curvy body. You know, you, like we're you looking know at she's each, going right to now. Be we're looking at each other, going like, "Oh God!" Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's trouble. Yeah, and and so in Fort, do we want her to talk to us then? Because right. if we do, we have to create those pathways now, right? Of communication, and so we have to understand why is she asking a million questions answer some of the questions, then take control of the conversation. Because supposedly at 45 and 61, we are smarter than the four-year-old. Right. And so get her going. I think, you know, and and there's... Well, I want to talk to you about this because I know you went and you took this amazing course and you have done hours upon hours upon hours of research on... And for years, we've been doing this. You've been doing this research, the brain plasticity research for... 
seven Almost, years. Yeah. I think seven or eight years. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long, long time. And so you're very knowledgeable about that. And then this last thing was specifically applying it to kids and toddlers and kids from hard places, they called it. Yeah. And so what is, I know the reaction because there's Katie asking questions. Quamaine's crying. Cole's tired, so he's just crying. Yeah. You know, uh, Emma's back there, you know, trying to be annoying because she needs attention right because she wants so she's trying to annoy him so jesse's frustrated and, and annoyed with her and he's crying and half crying and mom because that's his when he right. has anxiety he just bursts in tears for right anything. very emotional very emotional and and so we've got all this going on <laughs> in the car <laughs> and we're trying to figure out where to go <laughs> how do you deal with this super mom because i'm sitting there i'm just going oh, where are my headphones where are my headphones <laughs> Maybe that's why I read so many audiobooks. Yay. But but how do you deal with like I, I, I know how you deal with it. Yeah. But I'm looking at you going though, how do you do that? <laughs> because I'm just like I'm at the end of my rope. Yeah. You know, I just want one of the you know, I've got four fire hoses hitting me in the back of the head and I just want three of them to stop and I'll deal with one. Yeah. But how do you do it? You know What's the premise behind it? What's the thought process? So it's been a long road here. You know, I, I I'm not going to claim that I, <laughs> that I have this completely under control, but I have committed myself to each day at the end of the day, look at how the day went and uh, think about what can be better and then find the answers to make it better. Because the thing is what I've found out about kids is that they're like dogs. If, if we don't have control of the situation, they run wild. They need to feel secure in our emotions. When we lose control of our emotions, they freak out and so even it makes more. The problem worse. Makes the problem worse. So, um, have I ever yelled at my kids? Absolutely. I have, you know, I have yelled at the kids and you know how it doesn't make it any better like literally what it does is you put out you know you you had your feel and so you you tell everybody you know enough not another word and it doesn't last because they're they're two and three and one and four and and they 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 can't even comprehend well, an observation this morning we go to the park yeah. They like chasing birds around. Yeah. Well, Katie just decides that she's just going to take, now you're holding coal. I'm helping you carrying stuff. The kids run ahead quite a distance. Right. Which if we can see them and see who's around them. Right. We'll give them some room to run. Well, all of a sudden she bolts off right up onto the sidewalk. We can't see her. And I'm and screaming. And follows her and right. Emma's going the other direction. Right. We're both screaming at these kids. I'm running as fast as I can run. You're running as fast as you can run. With a toddler in my hands. With a toddler in your hands. And the park is full of who goes to parks as right. an ex-cop right if you're a fisherman you go to where fish are right if you're a hunter you go where deer are if you're a pedophile you go where kids are right right and so that's always i mean when we Me go to too. the park heads on a swivel and and so we're losing our minds we're freaking out right. and then they quickly turned around and came back but they purposely cadence purposely defied us yes and because of that Comaine just follows her yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he's younger and he follows he's younger whatever he she follows does. Her. She right. does. Right? right. And so, and so I, I try, it was funny because I did the Anna thing Yeah. and I lined all three of them up, you know, and I says, okay, you guys, you know, when you, when this happens, you know, yeah. you have to, you know, I'm doing this thing. Right. Yeah. And then Anna comes up and it's just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> daddy didn't yell, but mommy's going to yell. Yeah, Don't you ever do it. And you went into that whole thing. Yeah. And the thing was, is that they all got quiet. 
and then we got into the van, but then we started driving and it turned into crazy town. Yeah. It's 20 million questions now instead of 10 million. And you yeah. know, it just got worse and worse and worse. So yeah. absolutely. What, what do you do in a situation like that? And we're going to have to, like, we're going to have to cut this off. I want you to answer that and let's do that in our next podcast. Let's get into this. Cause I think this is yeah. a good topic. Yeah. So it, what I do and I'm still finding my way is I deal with every day, all day, you know, things that happen that are, that are not life threatening, that are not, you know, something that is like mm -hmm. crucial. Um, I always take a deep breath and I do the opposite of what I want to do. If I want to scream at them, I take a deep breath and I say, honey, you can't do that. You know, I always have, I go to the park with them, all four of them all by myself and they don't go wild like they went today. And that's another thing because there was two of us, I didn't quite prepare them, but that's another topic. But I, I, I tell them if, if somebody doesn't listen, we're just going to go right back to the van and go home because mommy's one, blah, blah, blah. Okay. When they do something, because we had just Talk to Katie about not running. Not even five minutes before Not that. even five minutes. So she did that for whatever reason she did. Um, she's going to have a consequence. So I'm going to talk to her in a way that is more stern. And then she didn't get to have a lollipop like the other two had. Now. Which she was more upset about than the talking to. Yes. Mm -hmm. But. In her brain, there has to be a correlation in some way. So Cadence, because of her life experience, a lot of times you talk to her, it goes one year out the other. But if she if that talking to also correlates with no lollipop, she's gonna have she's gonna take that more seriously. So she doesn't want to be talked to that way next time. So I'm gonna call her name and she's gonna turn right back. Mm -hmm. And that's so save your weapon if you scream all day long your kids just it's white noise and yeah they just that's the way you talk to them right. like they're so resilient everybody says kids are resilient but if you if you talk to them in a decent manner all day if you explain things what is expected and then if if they mess up because they will because they're three you just say you know sweetie you are too tired, you're not listening, so we're gonna go home and they might cry, mm -hmm. but you don't lose your cool. You just quietly and sweet and lovingly just you know, do what you are going to do. I wanna talk to you a lot more about this. There's, I've learned so much from you and had such a better result. The reality is, is you know, I'm one of those guys that the drill sergeant approach, right? Right. Okay. Okay. All three, you stand up here. All three, you look me in the eye. Here's the deal. This yeah. is where the bear craps, right? right? You're going to do this and this and this, and we will not do this again. Right. And then all three, you know, and I go, are we clear? And Quimane always goes clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? But they do, but they go and they'll do it again because they forget or they just because do it again. Three, they're they're yeah. not trying to be defiant. Right. They're three years old. And, and the re so my point is this is, just because you correct them on something doesn't mean it's not going to happen again. It's going to happen again. It might happen for another five years. Yep. Might happen for another year. Might happen for a few months. You know, the, for the girls phases until that they go through. The, uh, for girls until they're 23 and for boys until they're 28, if, if they have no trauma. So 
right. we are done. It's yeah. been the rest of our lives. <laughs> You're done. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'll have checked out by then. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but that's the thing. Like, don't expect that just because you told them something once that that's going to change anything. It's a cumulative thing. You're, yes. you're painting a picture. It doesn't just go with one brush stroke. Yeah. It's thousands and thousands of brush strokes, you know? And so if everything is delivered with venom and anger and frustration, yeah. You're, or like laying down the law. Don't, it, yeah, don't expect to have a relationship in 10 years. Absolutely. You know, uh, the course I took, you know, they say coach, not warden, you mm -hmm. know, um, if you take the warden approach, you can, see, I'm the warden all the time. You can expect 100% sure as soon as they are able to leave the house. They will. They will, and you will hear from them on holidays. Right. But if you're a coach, because they are three right now, but they are their own person. Yeah. And pretty soon, they'll have a job. They'll be able to make their own decisions. They're, they, I, think, they're, I think another six months. They're able to sneak out of the house I through the window. I in six months. You know, they're... they're they're defiant in small ways now because they yeah. depend on us. But what happens with teenagers when they rebel? Mm -hmm. You know, they, and we have many friends that their teenagers Are rebelled. Yep. Um, and so if you think about that, what kind of relationship do you want to have with that teenager and with that young adult and with that older person? Um, you have you to build that now. You build that now. And this is the thing, like I, I know with Kwamein, you know, he, he's a kid that when he gets reprimanded, it devastates him. Yes. Because that's not, we've had him since he's four and a half months old. Right. And you don't, you have to tell him things. He's going to screw up. He's going to make mistakes. But today you're giving Katie, chewing Katie out and he's telling, he's telling you he's sorry. Yes. You know what I mean? And so he's a kid that you don't have to he teach things. It. He's just going to, he's just a kid, right? With Katie and Emma, they grew up with a lot of. Stability. They and, don't and trust abuse. and abuse. And so, you know, it, it's going to be a different path for them and it's a different approach for them. And, and so it's just understanding each kid because each kid's different. And, but understanding the approach is you want to build that relationship, build that trust, not be their best friend. Right. They don't need a best friend. Right. What they need is they need a, a parent that is consistent. Builds their confidence. That is stable, that is not emotional, that is in control. Right. And when you give them that, they're still going to screw up a million times, but they'll be talking to you in 10 years. Right. And that's, that's what difference. you want. Yep. And they'll be a lot more stable now and you'll be able to get through to them. Anyway, I, sorry that we dragged this out a little bit long. Uh, we need to talk about this again. Do you want to talk about it again? Absolutely. I think we should do the next show on this. We're going to be back. The next show, folks, is going to be a little bit more. Anna's got, she's helped me so much become a better parent. And I just want to share with people because I know right now everybody's been on lockdown. It's been it's so hard. hard. Yeah. And there's lots of repair that's got to be done. And, and uh, we want to make sure those families stay together. God bless you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple days with another episode of Good Light Unscripted, the podcast. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm feeling that